and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke-Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nicholas. And uh, I'll tell you what, folks. We watch this shit, <laughs> so you don't have to. But you can if you want to. And I think you're going to want to because you're, you're listening. You're going to want to watch half on, of what we talk about today. I mean, folks, please. I mean, come on. You're you're already listening to a, a reality uh, podcast. I think you like reality. Today. Yeah, a little bit. But have you guys like how we've incorporated like a new slogan into our thing? I don't know if we've ever called out the fact that it is in fact a new slogan that we've added on to already the a very slogany <laughs> intro. <laughs> Um, I feel okay about it. Well, we're trying to justify having this podcast. We're like, well, right. what are we doing really? On we're this watching podcast? trash so other people don't have yeah. to. I mean, honestly, if I was listening to this podcast, I probably wouldn't watch most of the stuff that we talked about. Yeah. But I would enjoy hearing people talk about these things that I've seen once or twice. Right, you know right, I mean? right, right. And that's what we're doing here today, folks. I mean, I mean stick around because uh, um, we got two shows that we're going to really be talking about in a few minutes which uh, number one is the X on the Beach um, season two finale. Whoa. Uh, uh, we watched that uh, last uh, few days ago on the old MTV, and uh, we cracked into a brand new show for us, for us, uh, which is My Big Fat Fabulous Life, which is on TLC. We watched the first episode of this latest season, which is the sixth season. That's a lot of seasons. Well, Ash, can you hold on to your judgment until we actually talk about it? Ashley has some things going on with that show. She wasn't... We did just finish watching it, and... uh, We made the mistake of watching the first episode, as Nick said, of uh, the most recent season that ended up being, like, five hours long. (laughs) It was, like, two hours long. It was one of those two... Like, it was, like, a two-parter. They smashed two episodes in and made it one. Fifteen minutes in, I was like, can we turn this off? And Nick was like, we're already too far in. Save it, Ash. Ash, we have to talk... We gotta talk about this later. Cut to an hour later, and I'm like, why isn't this freaking show over yet? Clearly. Now people are gonna turn it off. They're going to know that you hate their favorite Well, show. maybe you love it, and then we'll find out. Guys, I did. Not really, but we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But, you know, first, Ashley, uh, we have to smash this podcast recording in because you have, like, uh, a an crazy amount of work to do before you go to bed, and, and when you wake up in the morning, why don't you let the blowards in on what the hell's going on with you? Yes, I'm very stressed. Um, I have, you know, a huge day ahead tomorrow, ahead of me tomorrow. Nick, stop playing with the cat. I need Sorry. you to pay attention to it's me. It's just interesting. As soon as we start podcasting, she comes in here and, like, looks at us, like, yeah, all cute. It's like, Lily, do you know? Of our voice. I think she knows that we podcast. I think she, she loves really the podcast. It. I knew it. She's a big supporter of the pod. And, and folks, you know, we're talking talking about our cute little lily or a little cutie cat yes but i need you when you ask me a question to look at me when i answer folks <laughs> we got some communication <laughs> issues and it's mostly revolving around the cutest little killy 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 kitty named lily mm-hmm. so tomorrow i have headshots i've got to get a new batch of headshots mainly because um i just change my hair so much um, i'm always changing my hair yeah but hold on um do you even Tell the people out there who are not in showbiz what a headshot really is for. I mean, anybody could take a picture of you and put it up on Facebook. Right. But the headshot is supposed to show casting directors exactly what you are lo- what you look like. like. Yeah. It's not like, hey, we're going to have like a couple of fun pics. Get the boas out where you put some boas on. This is a- stripped down. Yeah. This is no glamour shot. No, this is they want to see what this person looks like so that they can be like, you know what? That is a mom. Booker. Yeah. Well, I'm actually doing I'm doing half a day of headshots and half a day of promo picks. And the promo picks will be fun. I'll wait, be... wait, wait. What's the difference between a promo pick and a headshot? Well, Ash? promo picks are like, you know, it would be on a poster outside of a comedy club or it would be used in some sort of uh, promotional material. And they're fun. They're quirky. They're a little more loose because a headshot, you know, usually is like shoulders up. Yeah. And you're just smiling at the camera. You Neutral choose one, tones. You, 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 you choose one look you go with. It's either a super big smile or like a half smile yeah um they used to be in black and white uh no longer do they want black and white fo- uh, headshot photos now a promo pic is like more active 
action. It's loose. I'm going to be wearing a silk robe in one promo pic. I'm going to bring um, Nick's boxing gloves. I'm going to use them as a prop in the promo pics. Oh, I didn't know you were going to use my boxing gloves. Thanks for uh, letting me know. When the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater East Village closed um, a couple months ago, this uh, this girl came up. She introduced herself. Her name was Emily. She's been coming to that show for five years since we've been hosting it. And um, she said to me, she's like, I've been here for every one of your hairdos. And so oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I thought it was really adorable. But it is a problem in the world of entertainment because they're like, well, what are you? You know, are you the girl next door or are you like the redheaded vixen? What's your role? In your previous picks, you're pretty blonde. Right. And that's a problem is that I really only have one set of actual headshots that Nick and I got done together like five years ago. Yeah. Every, everything since then has been more sort of like fun promo slash headshot picks. They're like walking that line. But my last real headshots were about five years ago and people just always use that picture. I don't even know who that lady is anymore. I remember her. She was nice. Well, she had a lot of issues. What? <laughs> Mainly keeping upkeep on her blonde hair because it costs too much. Yeah, you went pretty blonde right before you took those those photos. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the problem. If you're not natural with if your hair. If you're not going to stick with the do, don't get the headshots when that's your look. Now, I have a question. You're, you're using, uh, I assume your management uh, um, is using that picture, that headshot for like commercial auditions and stuff like that they use that one for commercial auditions but it's also like sometimes you get added to things like um a a, like a person who is putting together an event will just google your name and then pick whatever picture they want people usually pick that picture from five years ago because it looks like it's like a professional headshot are, has anybody ever disappointed that you're not like platinum blonde when you show up like are they like oh Oh, wait. Well, I wasn't hmm. platinum blonde in the pick. You were, I mean. I was a buttery blonde. Okay, a buttery blonde. I would say that you're a, kind of like a redhead, now. dirty brunette yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's your natural look. I'm a dirty, dirty brunette. brunette mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. is that kind of what it is? I would say so. It's sandy, With a red kind tint. of. Yeah. Um, but you're very, you're much blonder in that picture. I imagine if somebody was like, oh, yeah, we're looking for a blonde. And then yeah. they pick you and then you show up and you're like, hey, y'all. Yeah. Guess what? I lied. Yeah. Has anybody ever been like, you're not blonde no but one time i had this is about like maybe three years ago i was gonna take care of some guy's dogs in hoboken wait hold on they asked for a headshot (laughs) this town let me tell you something he had googled me and when he saw me he was like you don't look like your picture i found on the internet and i was like oh yeah i don't have blonde hair anymore so did he think you were trying to hoodwink? Like I don't you know. Had just he thought like, I was like catfishing him, but I'm like, I'm just, I'm just going to be feeding and walking your dogs for three days. And he's so. like, hold on, hold on. You didn't just uh, run up behind the real Ashley Brooke Roberts <laughs> and hit her over the head with a bowling pin. Yeah, it was weird. Um, but yeah, tomorrow, big headshots. I've just been kind of stressed about like getting a makeup artist in line, getting a, um, getting my hair done because in the past I've been like, you know, guys, look, spoiler alert, Ashley, your dear host here. She was a makeup lady at the mall for many years <laughs> so it feels like i should be able to do my own makeup and i have done a couple of photo shoots where i've been like you know what i'll just do it and you can always tell you did your own makeup for the ones that we took together no nope. you didn't do that makeup? no i got up early i got up at 7 a.m and i went to the makeup my friend genevieve messaged me because she saw like one round of headshots Guys, if I keep if we're like, how many headshots does this person have? You have to get them like every other year. You have to get promo pics of some kind just to be like, this is what I look like now. So she had seen like the first round and she had messaged me. She's a makeup artist. And she was like, please let me do your makeup for the next time you get headshots. And I was like, okay, totally. So I got up at 7 a.m., drove to her house, got the makeup done, came back to you. You were sleeping in. And that is when I almost ran over your foot. Oh, that was the same day. That was them that morning. Wow. Yeah. Boy, that was a stressful one. That was so stressful. I was uh like half in the car and actually just gunned it. I didn't gun it. I took my foot off the brake and, and the car started the car rolling started back. Gunning. I thought I was in my nothing. And I was literally my legs was were hanging out. Gunned. My legs were hanging out and dangling no. in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Nick's being dramatic. I could add you arrested that The car day. just literally, guys, I thought it was literally. in park. I thought it was in park. The car scooted back maybe an inch or two. Nothing to freak out about Nick. Yeah, I heard the pedal 
hit the metal. Why we so like that round of headshots that we did, we did them together. So I got mine, Nick got his, and then the photographer was like, "Do you want to do a couple together?" And we took one picture of us together that it's like my favorite picture of us of all time. I love it so much. Nick hates it. I don't hate it. You hate it. I mean, it's you goofy. won't let me use it for anything. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Why do you? I think like it's embarrassing? for us. I think it's cute, but it just looks like a sitcom photo, and uh, it, it's just. I feel like I'm revealing too much of myself when people see that picture. Yeah. They, it, they if you, it's tough to pretend like you hate all things when that picture exists. Because I'm, because I looks like I like I love you. Yeah, it just is too <laughs> cute. Yeah. And you have like a, a like a look on your face. Didn't I'm someone like, a, in hey, your, come on now. Didn't but it's someone like tell you that you ruined that picture with your face? Somebody did tell I me that. I think it was your dad. It was my dad. He's like, yeah, the picture was cool until this guy ruined it. And it's like, everybody <laughs> loves that picture except you, dad. It's because of you, dad, that I have to get new promo pics. It's your fault. Yeah, he was like, yeah, you really screwed up that picture yeah, with your like, face. I'm, 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 I'm fairly certain everybody in the in the vicinity looked at him like he was crazy. So uh, at least we have that. But yeah, you have a you have a full day ahead of you. I mean, I uh, as a, as a man, the, I, those were the last uh, headshots that I got. You and, just show up. You know, well, I had a nice haircut. You yeah, know, I but... showed up. I shaved. That's a thing. You don't have to shave your face and like make it look manicured. You just have to paint it. I just have to spend a lot of money for someone to make it up. I did do it all. It was all DIY. Yeah, for me. of and, course. Uh, they came out very good. The they were joy good of being a man. Um, I do. You know, I, I picked a red shirt. It, there's some other things that I wouldn't do. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, but hey, who knows? Maybe one day I'll get more. I'll get more uh, headshots. Not today, though. Not Nick, tomorrow. Nick's first headshot that I ever saw. He's holding a fake bird or it's on his shoulder. What was yeah. that about? Well, they were running a deal. Uh, there was somebody running a deal who was like taking pictures of comedians like real quick. And then they, the person made me pick a prop and I picked a bird. And also, well, there is one where there is a shot of me eating, the, like putting the bird in my mouth like I was about to eat it. That was kind of fun. I don't think I've ever seen that. It's I've just somewhere. seen the one with the bird on your shoulder. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, what? Hey, bird. <laughs> You know, because it's like in your natural state is what casting directors are looking for. Yeah. They're like, look at this bird whistler. I did ask the photographer if I could bring Lily to the studio because I wanted some Lily shots. Yeah. And she was like, well, cat hair can be an issue. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your goddamn cat at home, please. Thank you. Um, Shall we get into these shows? We should get into these shows. Uh, I'm going to say let's hold that off. Because I would like to say we did have a nice time. We don't normally get to perform together. We did get to perform oh, together yeah. on my show on Friday at mm -hmm. the Pig Pile Comedy Show, which happens uh, usually the third Thursday of every month at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City. It was bumped to the following day, which was last Friday. And uh, my wonderful uh, life mate here, Ashley Brooke Roberts, actually had the night off and could come and perform on the show. Ashley, did you have a good time? I had so much fun, you, you guys. did, didn't you? I had a blast. One, I love watching you perform. Oh. I love watching you I wish I could up. say the same, but thank you so much. Oh, my God. You guys, as I was getting off stage, Nick is, like, shaking my hand. He's like, good job. And then in my ear, he goes, I have a note. I did. I was going up on stage, and I let her know that I had a note for her. I actually texted I have you a note, note for your joke. while you were on stage. I did, and you liked the note. Yeah, I yeah. tried it last night. It didn't work. What? <laughs> oh, come on. Why didn't Why didn't it work? I don't know. It was. I, I, I'm going to try it again. It didn't. It didn't fit in just right. And and fit it in right, please. I will or fit don't it in right. It. We'll see how it goes. We'll There's see how no it goes. way that what I gave you isn't a little bit better than what was there. Not that you didn't have it. It was just cleaning up what you had. It I I don't know. Maybe it came across a little bit better the way I said it the no, first time. Oh, <laughs> you. How dare you? Um, I give notes for a living. We had a lot of fun at that show. I don't know. It was just like a good Friday night. A lot of times you get on comedy shows and, you know, you have like a friend or two there, but you never have like your your partner and like a couple of best friends. You know, it was a good hang. Yeah, we it was a, it was a fun booked show. Uh, I do that show with a, a bunch of other guys. Uh, our good friend Zach Sims is uh, a co-producer and actually uh, splits hosting time with me. And then a wonderful uh, set of boys uh, on an improv team called Priest and the Beekeeper who actually have been doing that show for nine years. And I stepped in as the host probably about, I don't know, four or five years ago. At the, I don't even know. A while. Oh. And Oh, go ahead. Maybe four years. I don't know. But uh, so we just do it once a month. And honestly, for some reason, it's always good. I don't know why. I don't see any promotion for it. It was great. I'm not promoting it. We just have really 
nice audiences who want to be there and want to laugh. So important. We we book a good show and it ends up just being a really good show. And Ashley had been running a show that was rivaling my show, but hers was weekly, but also on Thursday. So she has not been able to come and do my show in a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. And then so she came and finally she got to do it. Uh, And I was very happy and she had a great set. And so it was really fun to perform with Ashley. Now, this reminds me that mm-hmm. Nick and I are going on tour at the end of June. We're going to be in North Carolina, South Carolina, maybe Atlanta. We're booking the, um, spaces right now. So if you live in those areas and you're like, hey, I run a cool indie venue that sits like 30 to 40, holler at us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Get us on your calendar. We're coming down. We're going to do comedy southeast. Yeah, and I assume we'll just keep We'll plug it once we are totally solidified with the yeah. dates. Once we have dates, we'll tell you guys. I mean, where we actually we'll be. do have some dates booked. Ashley is going to be preparing for uh, an album recording. That's correct. And I'm going to support her um, as a driver. Uh, a He's driver, driving me. <laughs> a friend, a boyfriend, but also I will be hosting the shows and performing my own stand up. That's right. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So we're hitting a couple of places in the southeast, um, and we're adding more shows as they come along. I will say that also, if you like run a show that. Uh, is a weekly show and we're in your town performing we would love to do that show throw too. us up mm-hmm. i'm gonna need about an hour's worth of time <laughs> yeah <laughs> ashley's got to do the big 45 um all right folks we're gonna take a break here we're gonna come back we're gonna talk about two shows that's right two shows x on the beach and my big fat fabulous life which is on the old tlc folks it's gonna be a blast Hello, blowhards. We have returned, and we are talking about a big, fat, fabulous show called My Big, Fat, Fabulous Life, which is on TLC, six seasons, starring the wonderful Whitney. Ashley, we cracked this on for one reason and one reason alone. My mom, Donna, past guest, super fan of reality, loves this show, has been begging us to watch this show and talk about it. Last time I was visiting her at her house, she asked me to do this, and so we just did it ashley what did you think about the double stuffed and yeah i'm using that term for a whole big fat bunch of reasons episode season one season six episode one ash well i would like to say that you had casually you've brought up a couple of times that donna has recommended this show very casual loves this show and so i was like yeah let's watch it let's definitely watch it i and you did not want to watch it what you were like, oh, I don't want to watch a show about this fat lady. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, come on, it'll be fun. Let's like watch it. We'll have something to talk about on the podcast. Folks, I've struggled with my weight my entire life. There is something about watching a show about a person who's struggling with their weight that does not make me think of enjoyment. Right. You find uh, it triggering. It's not triggering. I'm not triggered by it. I'm just like, oh, I know it's really tough. And it, as as fabulous as this person tries to make it sound, this person is sad, okay? And I don't necessarily want to watch this. I, it's not fun for me. Basically, and you know what? Honestly, long story, Ash, long right, story I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it yet. Long story short, I had to really push for us to watch this show, and I regretted it about 15 minutes in. You, about 15 minutes into yeah. this episode, you said, I don't want to watch this. I can't watch this. Yeah. And I said, wait. We're too far into this thing. Ugh. Clearly, we only have about 20 minutes left, Ugh. which we were wrong. And I was like, we have to stick it out. But write down your reasons why you're trying to turn this thing off right now. It'll give us some, something to talk about. It'll help us up, uh, help us out on our old pod. This is this show is sort of the perfect example of all TLC shows. We've tried to watch TLC shows before. I do not like human spectacle as entertainment. I do not like like a sad situation as in like, yeah, we're all going to get behind it and pretend that it's not sad. I'm not I'm I'm not into that and I'm also not into any of these characters. I mean, there was a couple of like satellite characters that were that were fun. Her dance partner, I love Todd. I love a southern gay man. Fucking Todd's hilarious. Yeah. My mom was like the first selling point that Donna gave me about this was I think how she enjoys the, the the main character, Whitney, but also really likes Todd. And I didn't get to see – she was watching it when she was trying to tell me. I didn't get to see much of it because I walked out of the room. But I got to say, Mom, 
Todd's a barrel of laughs. His facial expressions, I mean, he's fucking fun. I have a relative that reminds me a lot of Todd, and I really enjoyed him. I also love her parents. Her parents were the highlight of this episode. I mean, there is like a good five minutes where her dad's getting an ear test for his yeah. hearing, and we, Nick and I laughed out loud. We even started doing the hearing <laughs> test to each other. Well, this man has really bad hearing, and that was what one of the subplots were, or the B-plots on this show. Uh, about how he was kind of dragging his feet, did not really want to go get his hearing tested out. But throughout the entire episode, we're seeing him not hear anything. And then, this is my major problem with this show, is that I do not like the star. You don't like I do not find her likable. And in fact, I find her to be a phony. She seems like a big fake i didn't mean big as in her size just like she seems like a fake ass person to me well she's a reality star so so there are reality stars that don't come across as fake davon does davon come across as fake to you no but she's not as big a star as whitney is whitney's starred in her own show kim kardashian no one is less fake than kim kardashian So, listen, I want to go back to what we were laughing about because it seems strange that we were laughing at this man get a hearing right, test. Right, 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 right. But this is what made us laugh. Like, the test was somebody would read a word and then the 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 dad had to repeat the word back. Yeah. And it was just really – he got almost all of them wrong and it just tickled my funny bone to hear somebody say a word and then another person immediately re- repeat a, a, a word or – something that sounds like that word so we'll demonstrate it now okay ashley you uh do you do you want to be the dad or the person reading the words i'll be the dad okay here we go <clears throat> shoe pew <laughs> <laughs> it immediately makes me laugh let's do it again ready golf soft <laughs> brick Dave. I couldn't think of another word. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> I couldn't think of another word. Anyway, um, it was making us laugh, and it was such a long scene. Yeah. And really the only delight of the entire episode. Another delight is earlier in the episode when you're with her parents and their house, and the mom's looking for the phone, and these people just remind me of, like, every Southern, like, grandparents that I grew up with. All of my, like, you know, they seem like older parents. I guess she's 34, but they seem like they're in their 70s. Yeah, they, they seem kind of old uh, but, all right so i have a question about what you just said yeah with southern grandparents and they yeah. reminded you i mean let's t- uh, tell the uh, people that they're from greensboro uh north carolina yeah and uh you're from north carolina so there must have it must have felt some similarities to your own family seeing mm-hmm. this what is the quintessential north carolinian grandparent like they did a really good job i mean that's sort of like an upper middle class grandparent it's not like um you know the struggles of the lower class grandparent that's i've come across that grandparent in in great cities like raleigh north carolina and greensboro north carolina i've i actually really like greensboro it's a very cool place my dad worked at the hospital there for years Um, my grandmother lived there for years and it's just kind of a liberal town that's coming into its own that's still country, but like they vote like, you know, Democrats. Right. And so that's that. So Greensboro is a good time. It's an OK time. Oh, OK. Yeah. But what were they doing that made you feel like, oh, yeah, I know these people? The decor, first and foremost. Yeah. The way that their living room is decorated, but also just like two adults sitting in silence, reading, <laughs> <laughs> like not being able to find and like sitting far apart from each other. They had a cordless house phone. Yeah. And just and everything that the whole the way that their house is decorated. I mean, who's ever doing the sets for this show is really nailing that specific look. Well, I think. I think they're just how they live. It's yeah. a reality show, yeah, right? It was, yeah, it was a joke. All right, so we have her parents. Uh, we met the brother who seems to be also in mid-30s, still lives at home. Yeah, I didn't understand the brother. He was like in and out. He was yeah. just at the cat cafe, really. So uh, honestly, we probably have some people who listen to this show who love this, sh- uh, who listen to our show, who yeah. love My Big Fat Fabulous Life, and they're probably cursing at their iPhone <sighs> right now going, you don't get it. The brother is, the-. you know, like we yeah. only watched one episode and it was in the sixth season so we do not 
know the backstory about any we didn't google it we just were taking it from context clues uh folks yeah and i think i get it you know they gave us some flashbacks but i think i get it i don't know why i didn't like her i i I just felt like she was phony like that guy buddy who is her best friend yeah she's always like hey boo bear hey boo bear oh i hated that. oh it's boo bear hey boo bear where's Mm -hmm. boo bear and i was like what is this person doing? And then she she goes to see if she can. Um, she goes to talk to like an adoption specialist, and um, the adoption specialist is really telling her that she has extremely limited choices when it comes to adoption. Yeah, so she's trying to adopt a baby because she's lonely. That's basically what we're seeing here. She there was a man in her life who I guess uh, had been. Uh, t- it turns out has had a lot of women in a lot of different area codes. Mm-hmm. He was playing her, playing her, and then we kept seeing this flashback of of him speeding off in a parking lot and her going, "See, it's not fun to get embarrassed." Like, and I I don't know what had happened there. Maybe they she had brought some of the other women there, and then they all were showing up confronting this man. It seemed like a much better episode than what we were watching, and, and <laughs> well, nonetheless, uh, okay, for the first episode of the sixth season this episode was a dud and it was was an hour and 45 minutes worth of a dud so she does not have anybody in her life she's made it very clear that she wishes that she had uh, a partner she's been alone for a while and she's just like you know what i just moved in with this guy who takes my dance class it's time for me to adopt (laughs) a baby and he's gonna help yeah, like this guy, and, and and notice Ashley in the beginning of this whole thing, it was just like we're adopting a baby. That's right, we want a baby here. And as the episode uh, moved forward, this man who she's living with, who's a gay man, who's like maybe her best, one of her besties. I don't. It's hard know, to tell. Um, kind of was taking like steps back of being yeah. like, yeah, clearly I'm not going to be adopting this baby. It's going to be yours. But like, I'll be around like and then at the end it was just like boy your baby's gonna be strange like it was like completely uh disassociating himself with the entire process oh yeah there seems to be some disassociation (laughs) as well Uh, that might have been me while i was watching it but nonetheless um that guy was kind of delightful her her... yeah i like the satellite characters Mm. on the show i even liked her friend who has the two kids who was in a relationship with buddy right yeah i liked her like sourness she was so sour yeah sour um uh, she had a fun t-shirt on which was i came i saw i made it awkward which i was like that's a good shirt it is it's rare when you see like a slogany shirt that you're like I kind of like that one. Yeah. Uh, but I did like that one. I guess when I'm talking about a slogan t- uh, on a t-shirt of a show that we watched 90 minutes of, it's probably not a great episode. Wow. But But I do want to say we did mention Buddy. Okay, so Buddy's Heather's ex. Buddy was living upstairs um, in, with uh, Whitney. And Buddy, um, I, from what I can tell through flashbacks, he was dating Heather, the one with the great shirt. Mm-hmm. And... Don't know why they broke up, but we do know that he had a drug and alcohol a, a problem. Cocaine. Um, cocaine. Yeah. And um, he went and, and went to Charleston. He went to some place for addiction. Th- yeah, he was like in a therapy, recovery house. rehab. And then eventually found himself maybe in a sober house. Maybe just on his own. He's in D.C. living with his brother. In Maryland, outskirts of D.C., living with his brother. And that's where he's been. And he's been clean and sober for 10 months. So that's where this show picks up. And the beginning of the episode, Whitney takes a journey up to D.C. to just have a day with Buddy, her high school best friend. And return his bike. That and was return his bike. what it was based upon. So we got a montage of them riding bikes. Um, which was, you know, again, if every it this show felt like it was struggling for storylines. So if you have like five minutes of a woman being like, I got to get up this hill on this bike, yeah. you know, it's like, do you guys need a show? Do you really need a show? Or could you have canceled after the fourth season? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but with Buddy, she's clearly in love with him, right? Oh, man, totally. And every time he says anything, she's like, oh. What? What does what? that mean? Buddy. What? And then like all our interviews are like, Buddy can be a little handsy with me. Buddy's weird with me. Buddy's just like, it's weird. Like, Buddy. Now, what? Buddy, part of his storyline in this episode is he has a new girlfriend that he met on the internet who slid into his DMs who lives in either, I don't know, somewhere in the Midwest. I, I, yeah. Somewhere in the Indiana. Midwest. We're not too sure. 
And uh, there, apparently, she's he's been posting pictures of them on his gram, and Heather saw it. Uh, her ex with the gray T-shirt, and is like, <laughs> and is really butthurt over this whole thing. Um, like wishes ill will towards Buddy. I can't tell what I think he cheated he on did her because in one moment when uh, Whitney visits Buddy, they're sitting um, at some place, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't blame her, man. I kind of could have handled that one a little bit better." And it's like, what didn't you? Ha- I don't know. That was like the one piece of information that I was like, I probably would want to know what the hell happened with Buddy. Yeah. So when she visits Buddy, they go on this weird bike ride where she doesn't think she could ride a bike again. And it's a whole thing. And then Buddy, though, throughout that day, was sort of acting weird towards her. Like, Was he? I don't he know. He was touching her a lot. And yes, she was pretending like she was like, I don't have any feelings in my bathing suit region for him. Believe you me. Like, the biggest boldface lies ever. Like, Yeah, she's phony. She's so phony. Uh, and, she's a fake. And so not, I mean, cl- I mean, phony in this situation. She's playing coy. Like, what? Like, no. And then, and then but he's like, they go to a coffee shop. It's, she's like, this coffee shop's called Bump and Grind. Why are you taking me here? Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's the only place. <laughs> he's like, this is where I get my coffee. But I honestly do feel like he was, he was being flirtatious with her. He barely talked. How could he possibly I do. have been well, flirtatious? Then there's, of course, the bomb gets dropped on us all at the end right. where they're saying goodbye. Buddy kisses her closed mouth on the lips for like two seconds. It was just a peck. It was a little longer than a peck, and he made it seem like he had done something wrong. He's like, what? Yeah. Uh-oh, was that my fault Dare I say yours? it? Dare I say it? That was for the cameras? Yeah, maybe, but like he's doing something. He's getting her goat in some way, and she's like, wait a minute. You just kissed me? This like, show has- uh, What about Heather and your girlfriend? He's like, oh, I don't know. And then like- for the next 85 minutes on this show, every interview involved her going like the so-called kiss. Am I going to tell anybody? I should keep it to myself. Heather's going to be really mad if she hears about the kiss and like blushing and and then like FaceTiming this guy through the whole thing. Boo Bear. And yeah, it's just like you're so in love with Buddy. Just say it, Whitney. Yeah. I You know, this show has what I want in terms of like established relationships like i should just be able to hop into this show and start watching but i wasn't convinced that like all these people like each other and like it it just everything felt like it was built on a foundation of lies so let's talk about what she does right so she runs a big girls dance class yes she does like the whole thing and it looked fun it does look fun i mean she's doing some good stuff yeah she's in uh greensboro and she runs a class with todd the aforementioned todd Mm -hmm. um her her partner her dance partner who has like all the attitude that you'd ever really want in um like a reality star I, i i just think he's really his facial expressions like his like sly comments towards her um honestly probably what personally was the highlight of the entire thing so it was like uh there was a point where they were at some cat thing where they were like petting cats for Whitney's birthday for her birthday and I know what you're about to say and I just want to jump in and say I love this moment because it felt like everyone in her life is enabling her kind of and this guy's not yeah (laughs) and people kind of jumped on board too so like She's like, so I'm going to check the adoption out tomorrow. And uh, Todd's like, what? He's like, you know, I'm getting going to try to adopt a baby. I figured I'd do it now rather than later. And Todd's like, you can't have a baby. You're just moved (laughs) out of your parents' house. And she's like, what? Why would you say that? She's in a full face of cat makeup. Yeah, petting cats for her 34th birthday. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, I think you're a little immature. I think you should wait a couple of years. And she's like, are you kidding me right now? And then all of a sudden, like, other people started to pipe in and be like, actually, Whitney, um, I don't know if you should be adopting a baby right now. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm lonely. Like, she didn't say that, but it's how it felt. Really, the, truly the worst reason to it, adopt it, it a child. It was tough. But Todd, and then, honestly, the best parts about it, in my opinion, were like them putting together their dance moves for the class that yes. was coming up. Yes, Because they were so passionate about dancing, it was fun to watch them. Uh, like, uh, And Todd's like, I can't tell if either of them can dance. Like I think Todd can. Todd seems like he knows like he knows ballet, ballet right? Yeah. He was doing, but like Todd, I mean, just the conviction 
to the basic ass moves they were doing, like the one, two, three, and turn. Like yeah. the conviction on both of their faces as they were looking at, at at themselves in the mirror. Like they felt like they were in flash dance or something. Like mm-hmm. there was like a whole, you know, dream sequence going on in their head. Meanwhile, I'm watching this like two idiots kind of spinning around. You know, it was it was fun. And then even there, like there was I love there was the moment where they were like they built it up like it was gonna be this real dramatic, like exciting thing. And it was where Whitney just kind of like like bent down. Yeah. And then uh Todd just like leapfrogged over her yeah and it was like oh my god are you gonna make it are you gonna make it and he's like oh i gotta do it and he jumps and leapfrogs and like does it well and then like lands and they both like look at each other like oh my god and Whitney's like i felt the breeze it was like and literally he was just like leapfrogging over onto a mat yeah like six-year-olds do it every day honestly i kind of just want to see more i'm sure the first few seasons of this show a lot more about the dance class i would like more about the dance class here's what i don't want i don't want any more boo bear okay the boo bear stuff was like i and i have a feeling that it is a storyline that is forced throughout multiple seasons I guess. This back and forth with this guy well so the whole thing with the with uh the dude buddy and he's in dc and now he's going like i kind of feel weird up here i want to go back home i want to go homesick. to greensboro i'm homesick and it's like you're there we're not going to watch this show anymore so what what there i'm it's leading us to believe is that he does come back and then he gets triggered by the town well as the episode was ending we get like a little title card where it pops up and it's like as production was packing up their cameras whitney got a phone call and then you get like a shaky shot of a camera running through the kitchen in the dark quick glance at the cat in a sink which i truly appreciated the cats are the stars oh man she's got some good cats yeah so then it goes into her uh, room and she's laying there in the dark and she's talking to Buddy and he's like, oh, I don't know, I can't do this anymore. And it's uh, led us to believe that he relapsed. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, it's exciting and, and enthralling, but not enough to flip on that second episode. I'll never Sorry, watch that folks. show again. Okay, so that was that. Do you um, think you'll watch it again? No, 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 no. I'm still waiting to to crack into Love After Lockup uh, episode two. Like, I, I've got things on the docket. Yeah. You know, 60 Days In just ended. That's the problem with what we do is that there are, like, if you're just a mediocre reality show, we're not going to watch you because there's it's so tough. many good ones it's out tough. there. But we, Love After Lockup was awesome. Yeah, Love After Lockup yeah, was like, good. I, I do want to go back to that. And I want to start watching Survivor. I know. We did just get All Access, not we to brag. We got CBS All Access, baby. Got to watch that uh, tournament. Yeah. March Madness, baby. Did you know that we like college basketball? That's something fun about us. Mm. You can add that to your little list of what Ashley and Nick like. All right. You know what we really love, though, is X on the Beach. Oh, season two. Season two wrapped up last Thursday, and um, we got uh, a two-part a two-part reunion coming out yeah. of us. So we'll be talking. We love reunions in this household. This so we'll one be talking stresses about that. me out, Yeah, no, the reunion's going to be very stressful. I don't know any spoilers. So when they showed me a little clip of the reunion, I was pretty thrown by what I saw. But we'll get into it a little bit. Let's just actually talk about the finale and how you thought this second season was. So, Ash, I'd like to start with you. I'm going to ask you straight up. Did you enjoy season two of X on the Beach US? A hundred percent. You did enjoy it. Yes. More than the first season. Yes, more, yeah. way more more than the first. I'm going to go right there with you and say I agree. Yeah. Um, better than the first season. Um, is it the best reality show I've seen in 2019? God, no. No, no God, it's no. not. It, it can, there were episodes where I'm like, nothing's going on in this show. Yeah, there were some moments where I'm like, wait, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. You know? Like, oh, yeah. There are way too many exes <laughs> yeah. at points. It, it, really, even at the end, there were a ton of people in the house. And and it did, this show did something to me which I was not very fond of, which is that it opened Jose up to me in a way that made me love him more and then showed me a side of him I did not like. Like. Yeah, but then personally, it wrapped up with something that made me like him more again. What was that? Well, at the, the crush ceremony. Yeah, well, so at the end of the last episode, people are basically the, the people who have made connections are basically committing to the person that they made the connection with that they are gonna like con- continue this connection yeah. outside the house. Are you gonna crush your ex and yeah. leave the island or whatever? And if they, if you, you will give a um, 
basically it's like their rose ceremony, but really you're giving a necklace. Uh, the most cheap looking dollar yeah, like store. Puka shell situation. It was very strange. And you're just putting it over the person and that person is accepting it and also giving you their puka shell necklace. Now the whole finale wrapped around this crush ceremony and it was also involved results from a polygraph test, which brings us to my favorite part of the finale, which was when Romeo said, um, and, and the light up pineapple will tell us the pineapple what. light up yeah so they're they are the infatuation with pineapples is they, just getting deeper and deeper on this show it is hilarious because it's obvious that those are like the pineapples at target for mixed drinks like we've all seen them they're in, on pinterest they're just like little cheap things that people put on that people buy that make them look like an instagram influencer so clearly like the um you know the stage department who's ever doing props and stuff was like okay we need some like cheap but sort of trendy thing we'll use these pineapple well, mixers they're in hawaii and now it's become like a whole theme of the show. They had a giant plastic pineapple that lit up green if you were lying. and No, lit up green if you were telling the truth. Oh, right. And red if you were lying. And didn't light up if your answer was inconclusive, un- inconclusive. which did happen. There's a lot of leeway in a polygraph test. Polygraph yeah. tests are like 4% accurate. The, they're not used in court. You know, they're no longer used um, in our legal system because of their inaccuracy. So having them on this reality show makes a ton of sense because it honestly <laughs> doesn't have to be right. It just has to be dramatic. And they got it. It they was got dramatic. The, they got the drama scenes out of it. Nelson, are you just using Angela because it's convenient? No. Pineapple says you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> the pineapple says you're lying. I, I mean, Romeo with the, um, you got a crush in your, you got two crushes in your pineapple. I see some chips in this pineapple. I see some chips in this pineapple. I mean, it, at first, Ashley and I couldn't get over how funny that was. Then it just became a way, a, a way of life. Yeah, it's a, true. And, and then with the addition of the lying or tr- the truth yeah. or lie pineapple light up game, it has made it funny again to us. It, it really is one of the bit biggest charms of this entire show. Shout out to Romeo's turtleneck, by the way, on the finale. He was he had a jacket, a cool he had a turtleneck. Outfit. Yeah. He, he was, dre- he was dressed very well for the finale, very yeah. well. Now, so with this finale, they brought back three of the singles that had started on um, the beginning of the season, and they were Farah. Um, you might know her from Teen Mom. Janelle, you and might know her. From a vivid her. porno. Okay. Janelle, you might know her from Bad Girls Club. And then Nicole, you might know her from The Challenge. They brought them back because they had all had to leave the house, mainly for fighting. Um, Farrah did get voted out. and they Why came did back. Farrah come back? I don't Farrah's know. got nobody in the house. Sorry, Farrah. You kind of look weird that you're hanging out in this house. You like, don't belong there. To the point where, like, when they brought her back, they had to, like, give her, like, a job. They're like, yeah. you're going to go in and find out all the dirt for the other two who actually have relationships in the house. And she's like, great. That's why I'm on. It's like, no, you were on and you had, like, two guys. One guy. Or one. One, one guy. guy showed up and they, like, kicked him out in, like, a half hour. Yeah, he was barely on the and show. And she made zero connections with men. Uh, who were sexually interested in she her She did make a connection with her foot and Nuri's vagina. Yeah, she kicked Nuri's in the vagina, and uh, that she was a, seemed the... to get get along with Jose and Murray really well. Yeah. Cheyenne got into it with her on day one, but then kind of they became friends. Well, you made an interesting point talking about Cheyenne, which is that Murray ruined Cheyenne. Murray ruined Cheyenne. I'm sure we're going to find out that they're not together anymore because Murray's a fucking playboy. Yeah, I really don't like Murray. He called himself a sociopath. He's like, I'm a sociopath, so this polygraph test should be fine. And then all of his results were inconclusive. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that Just creepy? Just like a sociopath would. Isn't mm-hmm. that so creepy, you guys? Cheyenne was so much fun for like two episodes to the point where I'm pretty sure I told you, I was like, we got to watch that his feeder show. You wanted to watch Fire Island. Because I, I was like, I was like, if it, the show? I, something like that, but it's on Logo. But I was like, this is, if this is what's the heat that's coming out of Fire Island or whatever it's called. We got to watch this show because it's probably a fucking blast. Yeah. Cheyenne Cut crumbled. Cut five episodes later. Murray shows up and just melts Cheyenne. Yeah. And then it's just like he's just worrying about his relationship and not doing anything fun. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of stoking the fire between um, uh, Corey Brooks and... 
Jay. Jay and Morgan. Yeah. When that whole thing, like he was kind of the one who was like, you should go and talk to them. Like for a second. And, you know, honestly, a lot of these people, when their when their relationship showed up, it kind of got boring. And also the other problem with this is when people don't make connections on the show, they're like nowhere to be found. They're like, just hanging out in the house. You're like a super fan of Deandra. Yeah. And sh- what was she doing the past five episodes? She created a character called Secret Agent uh, Dee Dee where she yeah, would listen she to people's conversations. Yeah, and that's the character arc she created for herself. Norice was rocking and rolling with feuds for a while, but the past three four episodes nowhere to be found nada because you're not making a connection and towards the end of the season they're really impressing upon us that this is a romance show yeah right so like to the point where there were no cuts in the last episode it was just crushes all love right 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 um and if you weren't involved in that you didn't care and then another person that we really loved on the show was boston rob is that what his name is? philly rob philly rob i think boston rob's a survivor guy uh philly rob showed up he was fun. He uh, we we got to see a little bit of how Joe what Jose's like in a romantic situation. But they just had like a great relationship and took a little steam off Jose. Although he's he's got enough personality that was able to shine through. Yeah, he did have a whole episode of trying to kick everybody out of the house. I loved that. I also yeah. loved when he became incredibly demanding towards Rob. Like yeah. I was like, you didn't like. I it. didn't like it. I did. It I made just, me like Jose less. To me, it was kind of fun to watch him. Like, oh, this is what he's like. He's like a little fucking shithead. He's sometimes. just like a, he seems like a controller. controller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Rob was so much fun for a while. Love Rob. He. he what was he doing the past three episodes? We would I watch guess. him put apply makeup to his chest. Yeah, and he cooked a lot. Cooked a lot for yeah. Jose. What was going on with Corey Brooks? He did not make Nothing. one connection. It seems like he did the opposite. It did turn out like we were we only saw a sliver of the whole house being like, this guy's fucking irritating. I do not like this guy. Yeah, like, nobody like. Remember Corey. they were all like, hey, we're all gonna vote for this person because it'll be fun. It's the last ceremony. We're gonna we'll crush just give everyone. Love. And then Corey Brooks is like, eh, I don't know if I like that idea. And then, and then the whole house like looked at each other and were like. That adds up because you're not our friend. Yeah. And we're like, oh, so I guess everybody hates this guy. Yeah. Corey Brooks is like, "Uh, I'm not going to do that. And then the house is like, yeah, that makes sense. You suck. He did seem like a major league lame. Yeah, he really did. And another thing that this, well, you know what? I didn't realize I had so many complaints about the finale until we started talking about it. But another thing this show did that I was not crazy about is it made me like Angela less when Tori showed up. And Angela just put on like a huge show with the hands and the calling him a bitch and the crying and the trying to fight him. And then we like learned that she was Snapchatting professional athletes. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, you're just not telling us the truth. And you're just like well, deflecting. She came, she came in saying this guy robbed her of, yeah. of her money through PayPal. Yeah. And then like when he came in, he was like, Listen, that's not how it was. I was paying our bills. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, I still don't know what the deal is with I that. I think it's like a little bit of both, probably. Yeah. And then she's with Nelson and immediately falls for Nelson and like is head over heels for zero reason. That was a big issue. All of a sudden, you know, Nelson. So Nelson shows up in the house and then it cuts to like an interview with Angela being like, I'm so I'm with Nelson. And it's like, you guys, we haven't even really seen you talk more than a few seconds. And Nelson is just like, yeah, this seems great like yeah. very convenient Nelson's like i'm in for it. i'm yeah. into it like i'm in it to win it's it why though like i don't understand if you're angela i, I as I, as i was saying while we were watching this while we were watching this episode i was like angela's got a lot going on for her that's positive yeah i'm sure she's got some drama going on in her personal life everybody does she is consistently working on television uh, and she looks like it's going to continue to work because she is a star on all the shows that she shows up on for the most part. Yeah. Um, she is an attractive woman. Like she's very attractive. Right. And she's got crazy personality. I'm sure she's got a million Instagram followers. Why are you going for Nelson? The challenge, baby. Is it purely because she wants a romance for the challenge to get back in that ecosystem? I think so. Because if not, it's like, why don't you date an MLB guy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, get out of the shit cesspool of reality yeah. guys and date a pro athlete. Like, yeah. get at least date somewhere else, not in your whole thing. It just didn't work for me. I don't know. I feel like Nelson's a charmer. I date He's him. clearly a charmer, but there's so many charmers out there. Yeah. So many charmers. Believe me. And a lot of them <laughs> aren't having to leave the show for quote-unquote family reasons, but really it's because they have to go to court because they're 
petty thieves. You they know have what a I warrant mean? out for their so arrest. So it's like, I don't know, man. Nelson ain't, he ain't a champion. I'll tell you that. Oh, he could be though. One day. Maybe. I don't know. This show seems like it's going different places. So. One day. Uh, so I, I mean, the, the, it's, it, there, you yield a lot of, sorry, I'm stuttering because I'm getting excited. Yeah, it's okay. This show yields a lot of excitement. I enjoy it. Yeah. Very much looking for the reunion. I am not looking forward to the reunion, and it is stressing me out because after those clips, it was like everything that I believed in over this season of X on the Beach, all the couples I believed in seemed to have crumbled just from the the couple of clips they showed us in the trailer. I know. It was really shocking. And I don't want to watch that happen. When when Nicole and uh, what's his name? Chad. Chad or whatever. Yeah. They, they're like, She's like the chatty daddy. For yeah. Him. I didn't like that when he was calling himself the chatty daddy. I didn't like that. He was yeah. a weird man. Nicknames. Everybody, stop doing nicknames. But yeah, like you see a clip of the reunion and they're like screaming at each other. And meanwhile, the last image you have is like them saying, I love you to I each other. I want to have your kids. And honestly, looking like maybe one of the only couples that kind of made sense in a way. They it, seemed like a legit yeah. couple. Chad was the Chaddy Daddy was good while Nicole was gone. Angela and Nelson seemed like a showmance. Chad and Nicole seemed like two people who've actually formed a connection. Well, we didn't even say what happened. So like. The, the the pineapple glows red that he was lying about how Nelson it was basically saying that it was out of convenience that Nelson is Nelson with and Angela. Angela. Angela snaps. Meanwhile, her motherfucking pineapple was indifferent towards the fact that she's not over Tori. Yeah. Nobody says anything about that. Then Nelson turns out there's a convenience issue here. She snaps and runs in a room and is cursing this dude out and sent yelling at producers to get him away from the door. She's unstable. I thought that was because he wouldn't do body shots because he was like, Are you, you know, this is for you. And she's like, yeah, I want to do it because Tori did body shots on X on the Beach season one. Regardless, it was insanity. What it was I saw. a meltdown that was uncalled for. Yeah, but I didn't need that on the last loving episode of this show. Yeah. Folks, that is the episode of this show. Um, we are through, y'all. Uh, we would love it if you guys could go to Apple Podcasts, go to the app and rate us five stars, write a little something nice. The reviews help this podcast get seen. It's something nice you can do for us, and we really appreciate it. Um, if you want to ask us any questions or like maybe um, tell us to watch a show, give us a recommendation, you can do that by emailing us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. As a matter of fact, we uh, took a request a couple of weeks ago, and we watched, um, what what's that show called? Temptation Island. Temptation Island. And we are caught up now, folks, and the season finale is airing this week, and we are going to watch that season finale. We are going to do a, a whole show about how the rest of the season went. We're going to talk about that next week, so catch up, because that's that's one of the things that we're going to be talking about in next week's pod. Y'all want to be with us? Do what we do. Uh, you can also make some of those requests or comments or questions by following us at Reality Blows Pod on Twitter. Follow Ashley at Ashley B. Roberts on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram by searching my name, Nick Maritato, at N-I-C-K-M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. And as always, uh, please keep listening to us because we really enjoy doing the show and we like to have people to do it to. See you soon. Bye.